The views and opinions expressed on this podcast do not reflect views and opinions of the host, employers, organizations, friends, or family. Listener's discretion is advised. Feeling Michelle <laughs> about today's topic. All right, so we're going to dive right in and have a little discussion on abstinence. Uh, another topic that has come up uh, between in conversation with me and Michelle plenty of times. So I'm going to walk through real quick and just kind of go through some definitions, um, go over a few things that I found interesting, and then dig into some questions that I sent Michelle over this weekend. So per Wikipedia, abstinence is a self-enforced restraint from indulging in bodily activities that are widely experienced as giving pleasure. So most frequently, this term refers to sexual abstinence, but it can also mean like Abstinence from alcohol, drugs, food, whatever. Um, Abstinence for some is pretty helpful. So I was hanging out on Beyonce's internet and I came across some interesting articles. Um, One of the first things that caught my attention came from an article, which will be linked in the show notes. Healthline.com has an article under the topic of sexual health called Nine Frequently Asked Questions About Abstinence, Abstinence, which was medically reviewed by Janet Brito and written by Jandra Sutton back in 2019. So in this article, they give a definition of abstinence. They touch on parameters, conversation starters, potential benefits, and more. They ask an interesting question called, what about outer course? And to paraphrase that segment, the importance of defining abstinence has to be weighed before you bother with that question. But if your definition is just as simple as no penetration, then this part of the article will walk you through multiple options of physical intimacy. And so I don't know if this will resonate with our listeners, but for me, um, there's not much I can physically do with a man um, before it eventually leads to sex. So real talk. um, And it just depends on my definition and my boundaries for abstinence. But um, for example, if I'm abstaining, until I've dated someone for a certain amount of time, then maybe it's not a big deal if we make out, cuddle, enjoy a massage or whatever. If I'm in a place where I'm cutting sex off, period, number one, I barely even date because I just don't know that there's going to be men out there who are willing to abstain. Um, But the article in this part of the article suggests um, these previously mentioned activities along with (laughs) dry humping, mutual masturbation, manual stimulation or oral sex. And again, all of these activities, they're not optional for me. Um, and I definitely want your take on that, Michelle. But depending on your boundaries, these might help in a dating situation where you're trying to like maintain abstinence, um, especially if you're temporarily abstaining, um, emphasis on the word temporarily. So um, because you're waiting for the right partner or you're in a relationship and you guys want to explore and figure out if this is a relationship or if it's just sexual. So um I'm interested in your take on what I just said about all of those things um, being available to you and a partner if you're abstaining. <laughs> I know. <laughs> the dry company is going to be enough. I know. So for me, I just was like, and, but here's the thing. That was not the only article that lists dry humping as like, hey, you can try this if you're trying to abstain. Like I read three or four articles and they're all like, that's a bullet point. Try a dry humping. I'm just like, first of all, how fucking old are we? To dry hump. <laughs> to be dry humping. <laughs> and second of all, like, and some of the reasons were like, oh, if you're, if you're dry humping or if you're um, abstaining from sex because you don't want to get pregnant, try dry humping. Like they had a reason. It wasn't valid enough for me to be like, it just took me back to those maybe years I shouldn't even been interested in sex with those preteen teen years where like you're dry humping, trying to figure stuff out. Cause you really ain't ready to show nobody your private parts, but like, <laughs> what it's called. I don't want to misquote it. If I knew dry humping was going to be in the mix, I would have got the article exactly the way it was. Yeah, I know. Um, I don't know if they're Mormons. I don't know who does this. They call it this thing where they're like, well, it's not technically having sex. If someone jumps up and down on the bed and, and the other, it's three people involved. Excuse it's me? Like, yeah, Wait a minute. There has to be a jumper. <laughs> it's 
weird. It's the weirdest thing. I, you're I, I gotta. Yeah, yeah. We'll have to. So it's so. It's so <laughs> now I'm picturing two people on trampoline and another person in the background. They're the trampoline. Someone's jumping and, and, <laughs> and so it's like, are you really the one doing the movement? If the other person people find all type of ways to get to around. get around having mm-hmm. sex that's yeah. a whole nother topic. to justify yeah. and have peace it's about not it. sex if we're bouncing on the bed yeah. <laughs> i'm like it's just because it just happened to bounce on me and in- <laughs> it's it's interesting so so that was just like one of the crazy things um i went over before like which i'll rewind we'll get back into like abstinence what it means for people, reasons why we want to do it. I can say for me, anytime I have chosen to be abstinent, um, it has backfired. And I, I have found in my life, I I'm really, I need to stop doing this all or nothing thing. That's, that's me and my, um, position on abstinence. What I find is it backfires, you name it, if I've decided to abstain on from it, I'm going to binge on it. It doesn't matter how long. Like I've been a strict healthy eater for like a year and then just cracked. Um, I've abstained from sex for three years and then cracked some something else. Like, so for me, um, like I don't know that that I I am approaching abstinence in the right ways or for the right reasons. So I would say one of my favorite social media pages is. Um, good moms bad choices and it's a podcast but i remember um and i don't really listen to it often because i'm like completely stuck and addicted to true crime but i remember seeing a post and it was just talking about how abstinence can be very empowering um you know it helps you clear your mind it helps you focus zone in on things and and that's one of the many reasons i'll go over later with why you know people choose abstinence beyond you know just religious reasons but i can say i don't ever feel empowered when i'm abstaining I'm literally abstaining because I truly believe men don't know how to act. They don't know how to appreciate sex fully. There's so much one-sidedness to that intimacy and also so much greed in it that I don't give it away for fear of being mishandled and misunderstood. And then my experiences with sex and what I seek to gain from it in different relationships also makes me lean back into abstaining to protect men from myself. So back to that, I'm like one extreme or the other. Um, I feel like I keep choosing the wrong partner for what I want. When I'm wanting connection and I actually want like real intimacy, I end up with someone who is emotionally unavailable. And then like sex gets confusing for me because I'm either catching feelings or as a person who has to navigate abandonment issues, I'm not moving right. And then in other situations where I don't want connection, I only want the physicality of it, I end up with someone who wants connection wants to you know build or look into a future wants to be taken seriously and then it's not something i want and i keep doing this knowing like i'm literally setting us up us both up for failure um it just kind of turns into either way like i gotta unfuck myself out of a situation and then it just turns into like all right then i'm just gonna be absent because none of us know how to act me included like i'm not even putting this on like (laughs) i'm not even even putting this all on the other party like i'd be fucking up like that's a me thing so at the end of the day i feel like how i end up choosing abstinence is i literally feel like i have to assess this person i have to figure out the consequences of me putting it on them and decide if it's worth it and so i end up going like months or even years without it because i don't even want to say i'm lazy but i don't want to go through that just for a net like Mm -hmm. i got to do all of this and I some like that's who I am. I'm either all or nothing. Like I don't want to do this because I don't want to even have to worry about the consequences. So my my answer to that is like I'm just gonna be abstinent, and it ends up like going. It ends up being for a really long time, and then I just have this weird cycle. But yeah, that's that's kind of been like my experience with abstinence. Um, I truly have a respect for it. I just know that I'm I must not be doing it right. Like, I don't know, like, and I've done it for so many different reasons. I've done it for spiritual reasons. I've done it for religious reasons or convictions or whatever. Um, but that's just kind of been my walk with it. Um, Michelle, what, I know I sent you some questions. Um, what's the longest you've abstained? Uh, the longest, and then I guess I could then I'll address why I do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the longest, four years. Oh, wow. I, um when this when we were 
going to discuss this topic I thought about. I'm like, wow, have I ever actually abstained from sex learned and I've had sex? <laughs> the years that I've abstained from sex is longer than the years I've actually partaken in sex. Mm-hmm. So, um, which I found was very interesting. I was like, wow, I spend I more time being absent. Yes. <laughs> I, I want another longer span for like, well, four years is the most. I've done three years, two years, spats of one year here no, and there where I broke, broke. <laughs> I broke the calculator out. <laughs> so I was like, wow. And I was like, I'm like, wow, the math is math in here. <laughs> like, I've been staying longer than I did partake. Have I went through stages where I've been, I always justified it in my mind because I've only ever abstained from sex for, for my beliefs as a Christian, as a believer. And the reason why I believe that so heavily, because that's the thing, it's it's the emotional strain and the back and forth. And mm-hmm. the reason why it is biblical is, is, is to protect you. But so many people look at it in a negative way, like, oh, you're trying to control me. You're trying to tell me what to do. You're trying to tell me what. And I'm like, then, you, then you're hurt, heartbroken, eating cookies and crying in the corner. <laughs> and it's just like, you don't even have to be a Christian and believe. But the thing, that's the reason for abstaining is like really making sure you can vet that person without cloudy vision and stuff like that. And it actually be disciplined, like self having that self-discipline. That was my thing too. I'm like, um, this is, yes, it feels great. It's wonderful. It's a beautiful thing, but I like to have discipline in certain areas and certain areas. I just like to be carefree, but that is one thing I just hold true. And I am definitely not saying that it's the easy road at all, <laughs> but that, yeah, four years was the longest. Then I was like, I did a three year stint <laughs> and, <laughs> and then I, two, and then there, time. <laughs> yeah, I, did time. <laughs> I did one here and there where, I mean, I always felt like I justified it. I'm like, well, if I'm in a relationship, this is like, you know, we're talking about marriage and, you know, that's the Christian thing to do. But one thing I can say each to their own with their walk with Christ, I've always been convicted every time. And I, and I'm like, no, it's not worth it. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's worth it in the moment. I'm not going to sit here and act like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm not thinking about it in the moment. Mm-hmm. I, every time after the fact, it just never fails. It's just not for me. Everything is just not for everybody. Mm-hmm. And so, um, but do I enjoy? Absolutely. I think it's a beautiful thing. And I, I just, you know, <laughs> I'm not even going to get my mind on it. And no, if I don't we, reflect, we, yes. I won't get wet. That's right. That's <laughs> what, what, to you. What, what do you feel like you gained from it? Um, and if you gain different things each time you practice abstinence, what what did you gain from it? Like, what's the main thing? that? Oh, the, na- the, the, one, the first thing that comes top of mind, peace, you know, resting mm-hmm. well. <laughs> Sleeping good, no drama, uh-huh. uh, no emotional strain with dealing with a possessive man or emotionally unavailable man, or just uh-huh. it, it's so many different facets of that. Um, but I, I guess I got a, a keen one on possessive and egotistical men that that um, I find that kind of. A challenge with um so yeah i just it's peace peace is the number one thing mm-hmm. and um it always strengthens my relationship with, with christ and he always shows me something different about me mm-hmm. and uh, so yeah so i feel like when you're not clouded and your, your attention and your focus is not being taken away from like your gifts and talents and stuff like that you really mm-hmm. can like hone in on um who you are what should be you should be doing and i feel like eventually you'll attract the right person that you should be partaking with and Hopefully that's, you know, your husband, not just a situation show. Mm-hmm. Have you ever dated a man that was abstinent? Yes. Um, was it when you were abstinent too? Unfortunately, or? it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> when I saw this thing, I thought about him so much. And I was like, when I decided to become absent, I felt so horrible. I was too embarrassed to reach out to him to apologize. But oh. I apologized in theory and in, in, in spirit. So I hope he felt that. And the <laughs> that. Um, and he's a Christian too. And, and I, what I struggled with with, with him is because he was okay with us doing or I said, this is just a tease. Now, I, uh, look, I now said, I suck my well, teeth like somebody's auntie from a I whole other culture. I was like, me, what sir? are we doing? Like, I was like, I can't. I was like, this is like, I need something else. Like, it can't just keep on. I mean, shout out to the lesbians. But I'm just, I need penetration. I, I, I think it. they do too, though. They use dildos. But I'm just like, I can't just stop there. Like we can't just like, and I struggle with that. Well, first it was cute. 
And then it, until it wasn't. And yeah. it was just kind of like, okay, this is real tense for me. Like, Do I you feel like at first you're like, oh, okay, that's a good compromise. Yeah, I, in I theory, it it's a good compromise. compromise. Okay. I, um, yeah, it was. And I thought we were doing a good job <laughs> until we weren't. And I was like, okay, <laughs> this is job. not okay for me. Okay. And so, um, yeah. And then, and then I was just like, he said, are you really, you can't? I was like, it's just a back and forth. And I was like, you know what? I got to walk away. Oh, wow. Yeah. And yeah. It, I felt better. It was after I met all his friends. We had a little, <laughs> had a little cute house party or whatever he put together. And I'm <laughs> like directly after? No, like, it was almost. Within that week? A little too soon, yeah. <laughs> I, I could let the paint dry a little bit, but I didn't. I was like, because it's like a tissue. You got a drink in. Everyone's over. And I'm like, oh, this is cute. Meeting friends and stuff like that. You start meeting friends and family and stuff. And, I feel horrible. Like I do. Like he was doing a good job. So, and I, I just wasn't in that season. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. But uh, my ex and I in a relationship, we did it. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, of course, we had we had a slip up. Okay. And um, but we got right back on it, and um, we put boundaries in place and stuff like that. So I've done it in a relationship. What kind of and, boundaries did you put in place? Um. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like. No rubbing and touching in private. Like, okay. you know, hugs are good. I'm a hugger. Yeah. I'm gonna. I like Aww. my love language is physical touch, which is like I said, you got you got jokes, guy. Like you got you know, if you're gonna have this. <laughs> don't let anyone's love language <laughs> be physical touch. So, um, yeah, that was a struggle there because I'm like, okay, like, do you love me if you're not touching me? And you and I have yeah. to be like rubbing the booty or like that. I just need the leg on my leg or like a finger on my arm. <laughs> anything any human okay to know and then so that's that's that was that was that was a struggle but we made it through we saw it through so yeah to the other side of breaking up that was nowhere near the reason nowhere near the reason yeah not at all like when i was struggling when i was like okay come on let's get it in he's like no 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 and i was like and then when he was struggling and said, come on, let's get it in. I was like, no, 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 no. Remember, mine was more at a pettiness. Because <laughs> when I wanted it. <laughs> yeah. Because like, no, when I wanted it. But I'm sure a bunch of that was like, okay, we're trying to honor the Lord. And then the, the other 50% of that was like, I'm being petty because you didn't get it to me. <laughs> so it just held balance it out for fun and for spiritual reasons. Wow. I've never been, I've never dated or met or been in a relationship with a man that had any thoughts of abstinence ever. <laughs> any thoughts ever? <laughs> At all. Ever. Must be nice. <laughs> it's <gonna> ever. <laughs> never. <laughs> ever, 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 as Sierra would say. Um, well, I did have little... one tell me, he told me if I was going to do it, it would have been for you. Aww. I'm like, that's sweet, but and I, I mean, I've had plenty who, like, if I said I was abstinent, they were, you know, they, they pretended. Were you know how, like, you apply for a job and they're like, oh God, yeah, I can, I are you willing that. to work overtime? And you say, oh, yeah. Oh what about weekends? Absolutely. And then that you didn't at all. That yeah, was the recent that's... one I just had. Yes. <laughs> like, oh, my God, God. Yeah, I got you. Yes. I got you. Boom. And so you went on that date. Here's like, no, here's a dick pic. In case you change your mind. Like, oh, let me take my shirt off. I'm like, did you, oh, you didn't get to see this muscle. Yeah, like, let me show you. Yeah, I was oh, like, okay, all the enticing things. Yeah. So. I just never understand why no I'm I'm let me just take that back I absolutely understand I just don't condone like if I'm telling you that I want to be abstinent and that's not something you want to do or try at all Mm -hmm. stop trying to get to know me yeah stop just stop why why do that to yourself yeah like and there's you're lying to yourself yourself. you whether it's because you want to challenge or you think you can change your mind or you really think you can handle that like you, you think that highly of yourself today, but on Thursday I'm getting dick pics and ab pics and all this other stuff. In like any way that would be, if I told you right now, I don't drink alcohol. Are you going to send me a bunch of recipes for cocktails? I know. No, you're I not. So it. if I'm telling you I'm abstaining from sex, I really, I truly believe that, um, men either they, they don't believe you for whatever reason they, or, or they sense weakness in you. They sense that you are a sexual being and mm-hmm. that it's a struggle for you and if it's a struggle for you then they feel like they they can somehow slide in and, and get in there which is so wrong i really i i really think that's the main thing mm-hmm. um because i've had people i've had guys tell me all the time like oh like you look like you're innocent but i can tell you're not what the fuck is that supposed to mean mm-hmm. like number one what is that supposed to mean and two like okay so you picked up on my sensuality and sexuality mm-hmm. that doesn't mean you're getting it exactly 
And why do you feel like you <laughs> like Mm-mm. regardless of if I'm abstinent or not? So I, I just find it so weird. So if I'm in a space like right now, I'm not practicing, you know, abstaining. If I were hypothetically like dating and somebody told me that, like, I wouldn't just walk away and be like, I don't want to be your friend at all. I, but I just know in my mind, I'm not, I'm not trying that with you. Mm. Like, unless it's somebody I'm like, you know what? He's definitely worth it. But if, if that's a decision I make, then I'm not sending you, I don't send these anyway, but I'm not <laughs> sending you dick pics. Like if I were a man, I'm not sending you, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not doing things to cause more temptation. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny because if it were anything else, like a man would understand why that's fucked up. Exactly. <laughs> if I tell you like I'm a but drug, not when they're I'm a, right. if, if I tell you I, you know, I'm a, a, a recovering addict and um, I don't partake in anything. Like, are you going to send me a, a picture of a line of Coke? Are you going <laughs> to, are you going to take me to spots where people do drugs exactly. on our first date? Like how come when someone tells you they're not having sex, the first thing you want to do is send them anything you can about exactly. sex. Any and everything. Yeah. It's just like, what's the point of this? Like, it's just like, right. well, I can, t- it, it's almost like they're like challenge accepted. Like, Absolutely. yes, let's go. Like Absolutely. they're firing up the, the, uh, the uh, PX2 or four or five, or whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> blowing the dust out of the <laughs> what's the old school one? the Atari or the PlayStation I'm like it's like they get revved up and ready to go I'm like oh you said no you said you don't oh, okay this is a challenge let's go ahead and see how many points we can get exactly like, and it's, it's so selfish because at this point you're very... only thinking about how you can get in there yeah how, <laughs> how and way how and how why and mm-hmm. Let me let me figure this out instead of like getting to know a person. What you should be doing is get to know this person to see if they're worth it for you to abstain. Absolutely. Like to me, that's where your energy should be focused. But the energy goes right into it. No, it's like, how can I fuck her? (laughs) It's just plain and simple. Yes. Mm. This should be fun. Uh, Yeah. Let's see how long it takes. Absolutely. How many licks does it take to get (laughs) all of that? All of that. But Mm. as I'm back on on the internet looking up some other things, um, I will say that like when you actually go to just try to not research, but just gets a little more, know a little bit more about abstinence, a lot of it is really focused on the youth. Um, and so you really have to kind of dig the interwebs for like, what are, what are benefits of practicing abstinence? And so I found, I, I grabbed three things that um, resonated with me and there's probably way more, but so three reasons or benefits of practicing abstinence. Number one, obviously um, preventing STDs, STIs, and pregnancy. Tired of fucking getting pregnant? Just don't have sex. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not gonna lie to y'all, that was one of the reasons why, like, your girl's fertile as shit, and I practice safe sex, but shit happens, and when shit happens, like, my ovaries are like, yeah, let's do this. Let's have 20,000 kids. Like, so for me, that's a, that is a, a key reason for me to abstain from sex. No, no lie. Um, and I know too many people with STDs and STIs and, um, you know, that are permanent, obviously not STIs, but like, I don't want that life for me. Um, so I am very big on like, uh, I, we don't have to have sex. Like I don't have to have sex with every person I encounter. Um, and, or I don't have to have sex in every season that I'm available to date. Um, I can date just to get to know people without sex. Um, and number two reason is healing from a breakup. I'll, I'll be very honest. Um, I had a breakup where like, it didn't come out of nowhere, but it hurt more than I thought it would. Mm -hmm. And I would do stupid shit in my twenties. Um, you know, that old saying about get over, get over another person by getting up under Mm -hmm. someone. Mm -hmm. And I really had this thought where like, if I just, if I just go like, cause sex is such a big deal to me that if I go and have sex with somebody else, I will get over that person and be healed from that breakup. And it, did not work. So my other extreme, cause that's how I work was like, let me just, let me just give myself a break from any type of physical intimacy and just focus on me and healing from a breakup. And I wholeheartedly agree with that number two. And then number three is, um, I feel like more often women do it for emotional reasons, like healing from a breakup or protecting their heart or whatever. But I think more men do this, which is they abstain from either dating or sex 
um, to focus on a project or a job or school, or they have like this goal mm-hmm. that they're working on and they're like, I'm just not chasing bitches right now. Um, and I, I know, (laughs) but I'm saying, I feel like now I feel like more and more of us, more women are seeing it that Mm -hmm. way. Um, and we're just finding, you know, more clarity and, and putting that energy in other places. And for me, I'm not going to lie. Not every time I practice abstinence has, have I actually taken that energy and focused it. It just more was more shut down. Mm -hmm. So I feel like, I don't walk around saying I've been abstinent for three years or four years or five years with pride. Some of it really was a shutdown. So (laughs) (laughs) it was, it was not like, um, it was like partially intentional, but it was just like, I was not capable of, of being intimate with someone, even if I just wanted to play around. It just was like, I, um, and it wasn't really bitter either, but you know what I I mean? (laughs) Sounds very nice and quaint. (laughs) So that's what I'm saying. Like for me, abstinence actually has always been easy for me. It has been a flip that switch Mm -hmm. and like, there will be no fucking around or finding out. Like, (laughs) like, (laughs) abstinence was easy for me. Switch. I, I'm, I'm a very loving sexual person mm-hmm. when I want someone in my space. When mm-hmm. I don't, that's I think that's yeah. the part where it's easy because I'm, I'm it, an extreme introvert. I prefer to yeah. have isolation time. Yeah. However, um, when I want that time, mm-hmm. <laughs> I do like it to be filled with intimacy. It's very personal for me, though. It's so what I've had to explain to friends when I when we have that conversation, like you know, a couple of years ago, they were like, "You ain't had sex in how long? Like, how are you doing?" And I was like. I don't generally have urges that are just physical urges. Mine are connected to a person. And so I also wasn't allowing anybody near me Mm -hmm. to have those urges either. So like, I'm like, it's just my thing too. I can reflect on a highlight reel. I know that sounds horrible. I know me don't want to hear <laughs> and and now you've worked yourself up. Well, I don't. Yeah. Mine is so. And I've I've tried. Like I said, I've tried in um to fight that. Like I said, mm-hmm. I'd be like, let me just go sleep with this person. I'll get over that other person. <laughs> and that doesn't yeah. work. Like my urges are um, are usually people specific because that's how um, they make you feel right is yeah like, i'm like yeah, oh so it goes back to that emotion yes it's but like, that I also so comfortable and free with this person yeah this a person allow me to let my hair down that's why i always felt yeah. like it, it felt i don't know easier in relationships because yeah. it's like i'm in a relationship yeah it was easy for you to not be emotional yeah. yeah so i'm like this is like and but when it's not okay now i'm abstaining i'm on a relationship so hey yeah <laughs> So I will say when I've been, um, as I got older, I have been able to say, all right, I'm cutting these kind of people or this kind of situation off and abstaining from sex so that I can, I can focus on, you know, finishing school or whatever. Mm -hmm. But for me, it was more on like, that also means I have to cut dating out and, and these people out specifically in my life. So it wasn't just like, I'm just not having sex. Like it was a full shutdown of intimacy period. Um, but a lot of people use abstinence, you know, you hear about, you know, fighters and MMA fighters and boxers, mm-hmm. they don't have sex when they're in training mm-hmm. because they need that energy and focus for something else. <laughs> That's <firm retention>. um, <laughs> and I don't know if I truly, truly believe that. Um, and There's also no really I'm sure. never going to date a fighter or a boxer then. Cause you're not going to cut me off just cause you got to go to work. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, if you want to take it to a spiritual level, I'm like, you're not honoring God by not honoring me. So I'm just like, you should not look stay. The Lord said absolutely not. Absolutely not. Absolutely. I'm like, that's not how you're supposed to love your wife. (laughs) By restricting her from those things. (laughs) Exactly. No, because I was thinking like when it comes to abstaining from sex and things like that, I know a lot of people get concerned about like, oh, you want you don't want to have sex before getting married. Okay. I know I do trust in God about um, the right person and stuff like that because my picker is often wrong. Jeez. So, um, but with that being said, if a person, if I get with someone, I mean, I know I don't believe in divorce, but annulment is a real thing if he does not want to have sex with me. Fair with enough. Me. Because I'm like, I feel like when it comes to frequency and sexual compatibility, you're mm-hmm. still going to have a conversation about it and hopefully a person will be open and honest. But yeah. if you get in there and they lie, okay, mm-hmm. so our marriage is built on a lie, so we, we can go and get this thing annulled. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. And no, but that goes into some of the tips and the frequent tips that I've seen um, for practicing abstinence. Um, so the first one is be clear on your reason and your definition mm-hmm. and your objective. So are you abstaining from all physical intimacy or just penetration? 
make sure you know your boundaries, but understand that you're allowed to change your mind. If I ever decide to date and abstain again, I would say my boundaries, of course, would be penetration. Mm-hmm. Um, and it would be like, you know, middle school vibes. Like mm-hmm. we ain't doing nothing below the waist yeah. to keep it fair. So don't Absolutely. ask me for head. I'm not giving you head. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I feel like that's reasonable. <laughs> like, like, I'm not dealing with your eyes like that. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, <laughs> those are my boundaries. Somebody, mm-hmm. Other people may be like, we're literally doing anything. Like, there, there was a, um, I don't even know if I kept the link to that article, but one literally was just, and, and they were very adamant on everyone's definition of abstaining is different. So they were just like, you know, some people, um, and I knew someone, I don't even want to put her out there like this, but I knew someone who was literally do everything except for van- vaginal, <laughs> sorry, vaginal penetration. So she'd do anal, she'd oh give head. God. And my, and my, and it, what was so funny was she it was, exactly her thought process and her, um, reasoning was from a Christian standpoint. And I just was like, no, man, stop kidding yourself. I know. Please stop. Yeah. You gotta kind of seriously. So I'm going to, and this is not coming from a judgmental place. It's not coming from a judgmental place. It was like the logic behind it didn't make sense to me. I guess the reason behind it was weird. So it was to me like, if that's your boundary, that's your boundary, but it can't be because you think that God's okay with you taking in the ass and not in the vagina. Like, I, so I want to I want to quote this because Kanye said this, and I love like, Kanye. Wait, he decided his, despite despite in spite of his mental <laughs> his mental illnesses and stuff like that. I know he has a lot or of his behaviors. Like, his behavior. Yeah. I'm like I, I can't like I, I, I'm not trying to excuse anything, but I do no. know that I feel like there is a mental illness there. However, in 2019, I'm gonna quote him verbatim mm-hmm. um, just to help some Christians that tweak the words so they can do things like what Amber was just referring to. He had an interview with Joel Olsen in 2019. I'm going to quote him verbatim. He's like, when people um, do what they want to come to Christ, they they point out, when they don't want to, excuse me, when they don't want to uh, come to Christ, mm-hmm. um, they try to point out the worst Christian they have ever met. Mm-hmm. Um, do you? He's like, do you do the same when it comes to football, well, not football, basketball? Mm-hmm. When you play basketball, you don't point to the worst player yeah. and um, you point to the best. And he said, um, uh, we're called to follow Christ, not to be Christ. Yeah. And so that's the thing. It's like, you're, God knows you're not going to be perfect. Yeah. If you know you're struggling with that, you pray for it. Like, yeah. it's not, it's not like, okay, I'm going to find different tweaks and ways and yes. things. Let me I can see do. if there's some loopholes. Exactly. Like, so it's like, I like that he said that, like, we're not called to be perfect. You're not yeah. called to, and I feel bad for people struggling like that. So if you're a Christian and you're struggling with different things, take it to Christ. Don't try to find tweaks and stuff like that. Cause it mm-hmm. actually, it hurts and harms you because you like that highlight reel I was talking about. You don't want to bring those highlight reels into your marriage and start reflecting on the things you've done or is he doing it this way and stuff like yeah. that. You want to have pure thoughts and just have that emotion ready and available for your husband or, yeah. your, or your wife or whomever, whomever it may be. So I hate that she felt like she was, she clearly enjoys it. She's enticed by it. She yeah. wants to feel like she's a part of something to that extent. Yeah. But if you're struggling with that, I definitely recommend like, don't feel like, all Christians are going to judge you. Yeah. You're not called to be Christ. You're called to be honest with yourself right. and say, I'm struggling with this and mm-hmm. really just communicate with someone. So it's not like, oh, seek help. The, the help is from God. He knew you're going to be like this. He made you like that. So just talk to him or talk to someone that you can actually get it out with and just feel like you have support. So you won't have to have, when you feel like you're restricted from something, you try to find ways to justify the things that you're doing. Or you mm-hmm. go, like Amber said earlier, you binge, you binge, you're like, okay, oh, I can't have this. And so it's a psychological thing mm-hmm. at this point. And maybe you might not even be that way, but you actually resorted to that because you felt like you had to, you had some restrictions there. So therapy, number one, always <laughs> therapy, always. number one. And then like, see someone within the church, if you can't trust someone in the church, you don't feel comfortable. Um, Cause you feel like there's going to be judgment there at least just talk to a therapist talk to someone so you can get it out because nine times out of ten not, i wouldn't say nine. that's a, that's a high uh percentage not nine times out of ten but it's likely there's a chance in there that she may not be that way it's just the fact that someone said you can't have this right. and now you're just going over so her. yeah to me and but at the same time those were her boundaries and the reasoning <laughs> the reason was weird for me but it just was like those were her boundaries yeah. so everybody is if you're going to abstain or you're abstaining from some type of physical intimacy you need to be clear on your reason your definition your objective yeah um and 
So number two for tips for practicing abstinence, if you're currently in a relationship that has been sexual, you need to consider the consequences. But you also need to understand no one should be pressured to have sex or not to have sex. Yes. Um, so it, it should look like a conversation. Mm-hmm. If you have a sexual partner or boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, wife, husband, I don't know, that's a whole different thing. But if there's a reason why you feel like you need to be abstinent, you need to communicate that to them mm-hmm. and see if they're on board. But you cannot make, I mean, obviously you can because, uh, I mean, consent is, yeah. is absolutely a priority, but you cannot make somebody stay with you. Yeah, by it, deceiving but, them. Yeah. And, so, and that's and you, not fair to them. And that's not fair. So have the conversation and it could be time to take a complete break. Or that person could be like, I completely respect that. Maybe they need more information. Maybe they need to know how long you're wanting to abstain and, and why you want to abstain. Because there are reasons. Um, I've been in, in relationships where it wasn't really about abstinence. It was like, hey, like I know how you feel about me. I don't know if I'm there yet. And I feel like I have all these feelings about you because of what you do in the sack. Like, and it, it may not come straight up like that, but it's just like, okay, am I feeling this connection from our great vibes in the bedroom or do we have a good connection? It and it's, so yeah. it's, yeah, is it authentic? So it was never like, we're not having sex anymore. It just was like, hey, maybe we need to back off or maybe we need to look at some other ways of being intimate. Like, mm-hmm. and and it turned into, like, it literally happened. I'm probably always going to talk about um, top two, one of my favorite boyfriends, but it did turn into, like, that was the first time I had a, a real adult conversation with a man. And it was because he was asking me questions and I'm like, we just fucking like, mm-hmm. and he was asking me these adult questions and it made me realize, okay, maybe every time I see him, we don't have to have sex. Maybe we we're, I went to church with him. I, you know, went to family functions with him. I let him meet my daughter, like things happened. Um, and I can't say like we completely abstained, but it just was like, I needed to take a step back from just the bedroom stuff to see if I even like this person. Um, so sometimes that does happen, but if you, if that's going to happen in a relationship that was already sexual, like y'all better be clear on your boundaries. Um, and a time frame and all of those things. And then my number three tip would be to make the best of it. And I came up with this because um, Michelle and I were joking about this just like weeks ago. And she she came up with it. If you don't reflect, it won't get wet. And it's just like, if you're really like, if you're, you're set on abstaining, don't be sitting around thinking about all these great fucktastic moments you've had, because that's not going to help you. <laughs> So make the best of it. It's do only what, gonna hurt you. Do do what you came to do. Like focus on what you said you're gonna focus on. Mm-hmm. Like explore the things you need to explore about yourself or your relationships mm-hmm. or whatever. Like make the best of it. Go to Don't, the gym. Yeah. Oh, lift something. Lift something. Very heavy. So those are kind of uh, my reasons and benefits of practicing abstinence. And even though this um, episode is on abstinence, I have um, I have to add that there's a part of me that like never wants to abstain again because I noticed some things about myself when I started to have sex again. (laughs) I said me, this is me. And this episode is not brought to you by the Rose. (laughs) So I want to talk about the benefits of sex. Um, I'm, I, I'm done with you. I'm not reflecting, and I don't want to get wet. This is triggering no. for me. This is triggering. I'm not, me. I'm not reflecting. This is medical. Okay, hold up. <laughs> Just hold up. All right. So studies have shown that sex is extremely beneficial for our health. It activates a variety of neurotransmitters that impact not only our brains but several other organs in our bodies. Okay. That's why God made it. Okay. Exactly. (laughs) Hold on. I'm not going, I'm not going to get into no graphic details. I'm just giving you the benefits. So um, one of the main things I found some information on was um, the Oregon Health and Science University Center for Women's Health. Um, They have a really good article and it's brought to you by a team of professionals. So OBGYN, doctors, psychiatrists, um, even physical therapists that are experts in treating vulvar and um, pelvic floor problems. So like just a group of of people, not just random people who like to fuck, but <laughs> actual medical <laughs> professionals <laughs> giving you the benefits of sex for women. It lowers your blood pressure. Mm-hmm. It helps give That's you a my blood <laughs> better, better immune system, better heart health. It's possibly including lower risk of heart disease, improved self-esteem, Decreased depression and anxiety, increased libido, immediate um, natural pain relief, better sleep, 
increase intimacy and closeness to a sexual partner and overall stress reduction, both physiologically and emotional. So all of these benefits I have definitely experienced. Like I I'll hands down say like after my stint of abstinence, Mm -hmm. um, getting back out there, all of a sudden, like going to the gym and working out, I was actually dropping weight. Like something hormonal was happening to me. I don't know if I just picked a wrong time in my life and age to stop having sex, but I'm telling you, like you look at me earlier this summer and you look at me now, the inches are coming off. Like, and things are just different with me. Not, and not I, trying to put my I business agree, out. I agree with all the help reviews and but stuff like I think that with the wrong man that's what you can have say. a complete opposite yes. effect I, and you'll be depressed yes. and you'll gain weight and all the all of that can, yeah so high blood pressure yes <laughs> i think what's important and what's maybe not mentioned um as much in this article because it's coming from like a medical standpoint is that yeah. this is assuming that you are with a person who's good for you and healthy for you um, and you're either in a relationship or have some type of healthy sexual relationship, Mm -hmm. whether it's like um, a committed relationship or not. Um, That's just assuming that you are doing, you know, doing your due due diligence with a partner. These are things that are good for you. And I can say Mm -hmm. like, I can attest to that. Mm -hmm. I can definitely attest to that. Um, I will say it doesn't mean that, sex is going to cure all of these things so please don't, if you got high blood pressure and you think you just gonna go home and smash your husband more that that's gonna help no but all sex with a healthy partner will contribute to these things for you so if i'm trying to you know lose weight and i've got a great partner in my life i'm gonna keep eating right i'm gonna keep exercising and we're probably gonna add like two or three more sessions per week like it's just saying it'll contribute to it so it's not saying that like sex is bad and mm-hmm. and we need to abstain from it. It really matters who the fuck you're having sex with. Mm-hmm. And everyone's sexual drive is different because <laughs> some people is. just don't even care to have sex, it and that's really okay too. Is. Like some people are just yeah asexual. To just, I mean, I believe it's asexual. I don't even want to misquote anything. I don't. I can't remember what it's called, but they just you're just okay without having it. And yeah, that's fine too. It really is. Um, I would say I don't know. Can you think of any other benefits? Uh, of sex, sex. <laughs> I know you don't want to think about that right now. <laughs> don't reflect. I just want to... <laughs> you won't get. We'll stick to the medical advice. Okay. <laughs> I agree with all medical. Well, not all. Let me, let me qualify that. Some, some medical mm-hmm. advice, but yes, it has. It, it's very factual when it comes to some of these things. <laughs> Amber Heard. <laughs> okay, we're at our last segment of the episode. Um, where we ask, what did you see or hear in the news or on social media this week that made you think, cackle, get angry, or reminded you that humanity might be okay? And we'll start with Michelle first. What I got, Amber Heard settles the defamation case against Johnny Depp. <laughs> she, um, <laughs> I'm like, I, I'm like, I don't need to stop laughing and being petty. I know. I just don't I, like I when people. Start laughing. Uh, call themselves a victim of something. Mm. I, I like any type of person that lies and, you know, cries wolf or says something happened. I didn't have, I feel like they need to deserve jail time. However, um, the actress is, um, if she were black, she'd uh, be in jail. I bet. Something. Exactly. She has to pay a million dollars in a settlement, um, um, for the defamation suit, um, um, to uh, Johnny Depp and his um, attorneys. I feel like it's not even enough because it's like, you could have, uh, completely eradicated his career um it's so many different i can't even i can't i don't even like i have no words for people like this yeah because it's it's an insult to individuals who really go through a certain type of abuse Mm -hmm. and um and it's not fair to the men that they're you know that they're innocent in this it's just the men and the women that are innocent in these situations Mm -hmm. it's it's so emotionally draining and straining that it's just it's disgusting they deserve jail time there's a um, unfortunately a high number of women that uh, claim that there's abuse and some type of abuse, and it goes uncorrected. Yeah, I feel like she should have been the example, and she should have been locked up. Because I'm kind of tired of it too. Fair because enough. I'm like, it's, it's just like it's it's sickening that um, women feel so comfortable mm-hmm. that are that are or, that are not abused. They just want to hurt someone because they're emotionally hurt or strained or mm-hmm. have some type of mental incapacity or whatever. But I feel like she's clear minded. She knew what she was doing, and I feel like she should do the time for it, and she should be made an example. And going forward, anyone else, they should be in jail for five, ten. I don't care right. 15 years. This is it's disgusting because his a life his life would have been over mm-hmm. um, had they you know 
but they're thank God for proving um showing his innocence. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately everyone doesn't have a situation where they can prove their innocence that um the lie is believed over the truth. And and so um and I say that's every case. The reason why I'm so adamant about it because there's true victims that get persecuted almost if you will and they truly were hurt and abused and i don't like that and, and it's unfortunate so that that's the case i'm like a million's not enough for me <laughs> but if yeah. lisa's done and the case, case is closed now i find it interesting that when something like this happens um if it were just two normal people who don't have access to millions like what what is it what's the exactly. punishment you just you know pay the legal fees mm -hmm. or whatever like an average person like me i don't have millions to give if i just lied on somebody or or it's been proven mm -hmm. or a, a jury and judge have decided that i've lied then what kind of punishment would happen i still think a million is not enough she yeah. needs jail time five years yeah that's what i'm saying like yeah take the money out of it which i understand like she needs to pay his, his fees that too. Um, and I know that um, I haven't looked into this, but I assumed or thought that, you know, he missed out on money, mm -hmm. you know, from sponsorships, mm -hmm. gigs. I say gigs like he's just like a, a regular actor, like literal, you know, he's he, you know, took some hits in the industry. Now, my personal opinion over that whole situation, I almost think those two were probably pretty shitty to each other. Mm -hmm. And um, in terms of. But all you know, all I'm going off of is is rumors and things that I've read. I don't, I never lived with them. I'm not friends with them. I don't know people that know them. But I just, I almost wonder if it was just a fucking toxic ass situation, mm -hmm. and she decided she was more of a victim than he was. Mm. Um, they either, also, they are, yeah, also, you know what I mean. They had, they had added that she donated a million dollars, a million in settlement to a number of charities, which is good. Yeah, but go to jail too. <laughs> all of that i'm like i want jail time i'm yeah. tired of people getting away like i mean <laughs> but i see what you're saying i'm not saying that it probably wasn't like that he's completely innocent no yeah. one's completely innocent but a decision was made in a court of law mm -hmm. and i really wonder what that decision would look like and what kind of sentencing and what the structure would look like if it were a black woman or a woman who's not famous mm -hmm. you know what i mean i agree with that um they're just like oh we'll just take our money and leave it at that and not, but if it were anyone else, um, if they would have made more of an example out of her, yeah, you know I think I, mean? I think they should have. Well, it said as I read a little bit further, this is a jury sided mostly with um, Johnny Depp awarding him fifteen million in damages. Mm -hmm. So we'll see how it all flushes out in, in the media. This this was as of today, so that they is still uncovering more of the details. But you can look it up yourself. But I definitely that's just my opinion. Any man or woman mm -hmm. doesn't have there's not this is not but yet yeah, more alluding more to um Amber's point. Yes, I, I'm interested to see um with um different races and situations um um what 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 that would look like and what would the standard be. But I, like but I definitely hope that people who have the means to defend themselves and because a lot of times people take the high road and they're just like, whatever, I'm just going to take this lying down. Yeah. It wouldn't be me, uh, <laughs> but <laughs> not me. But if you have the means and you have proof that, that people actually diligently, um, you know, stand up for themselves in those situations. And some, like you said, a lot of times they don't, you yeah. know, they don't have the means. Um, mine was a little funny um i just pulled it up i've told y'all before in other episodes i literally write plan do all this stuff send you know michelle questions so she can plan out what she wants to um talk about and add and i literally forget to pull up news so i just pulled this up on the fly but i thought it was hilarious um fox news this will be linked um has an article and a story about baby Jesus being stolen from Sundance Square nativity scene. <laughs> I this fool is on camera walking casually away with a smile on his face, taking baby Jesus out of his little um <laughs> you see his basket. And so if you're in the DFW area and you're uh, familiar with the Sundance Square, it's like downtown Fort Worth. It's um a little casual, casual, a few like, um, you know, upscale situations. Um, there's something for everybody in Sundance Square in Fort Worth. I like going down there sometimes. It's a, like my favorite place. I think I really like to go out to eat in Arlington or Dallas, but Sundance Square can be cool. Uh, but yeah, security cameras capture this man uh, walking up to the stage on Saturday. He grabbed baby Jesus 
right out the manger and took off. Um, <laughs> might I add that like this is the corniest, ugliest looking um, situation anyway. We have got to stop making baby Jesus and these people white. It's just not possible. Mm-hmm. Um, Mary and Joseph and Jesus are not from fucking Minnesota. Like just please with this. So yeah, um, enough is enough. I don't. I don't know that he's going to get away with this. Um, but it definitely was a good laugh. So if you have a chance to check out the link, I will put that, um, with our show notes. So you can have a look at this man who, um, went and took little white baby Jesus out of the manger. And maybe that's why he's taking him because it, he's not, yeah, he might, is, cause he said his skin was a brass. Brass is not milky eggshell. Yeah. He white. might be done with it. Now this looks like a Caucasian man, a white man, but he's he might be up done for what's yeah. right. You know, it's he's like he's done with the narrative. Mm-hmm. Um, I need these uh, nativity scenes to look more accurate. Absolutely. I'm um, like, and, and we got to stop pretending like all this wasn't written in the Bible in Africa. Yeah. And I'm like, we can't. We gotta. It's, it clearly is in black and white in the Bible. Uh-huh. We can't just breeze past this. This look. He yeah. can't be looking like my Irish cousin. Yeah, like, yeah, not this doing is this. interesting. But yeah, I think it's hilarious. Yeah, it it is oh funny though. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, he's smiling. He's, he's having a good time. He's, doing, he's like he's doing his part. <laughs> enough is enough. I, what, I'm gonna do them one better. I'm gonna go replace it with the black baby Jesus. We should. Yeah, <laughs> let's get it. <laughs> Correct this time yes. this year. It's 2022. We're going into 2023. Let's this baby's gonna have right. a fro, and we're gonna put a baby with some hair. Because hair of wool was never silky. <laughs> I mean, they weren't silk pressing back in the day, honey. Like it's just like. I mean, we got hair relaxers and stuff, but that didn't come until way later. Like yep. we got to stop. <laughs> they weren't relaxing in Egypt. And I think this is a cow. What is that? Mm-hmm. Is that a cow? I don't even know. I don't know. It's it like a baby calf. They gotta mm-hmm. fix this. Yeah. They gotta fix this, but yeah, that's that's all I have. <laughs> he looks like a wizard. Do you see? I think it's one of the wise men, but he looks like Merlin. He's trying to be a wise man. They said, "Oh, you guys have followed the North Star because the baby didn't get chocolate enough. <laughs> you weren't following the star. This is not the right baby." <laughs> Y'all got the wrong baby baby being kidnapped. Why? Because <laughs> the wise men, it wasn't the real wise men. That's why they got found. <laughs> so I'm going to provide the link. Um, I hope you guys got a good little dose of laughter um, as we touched on abstinence and uh, the reasons and the benefits of being abstinent. If you have um, a good or a bad experience with abstinence, please share it with us. We'll have um, plenty of links with ways that you can give us some feedback on your experience and um, leave us a voice note as well. Thank you guys for listening to Why Are You Like This?